teaches me about wine. It's the podcast that teaches you as much as you've been pretending that you know about wine. I am Madeline Quigley. And I'm Matt Quigley. Championship. Oh, Mom and Matt are talking. They're pretty far away. I think. No, okay. it will pick up. I think we're safe. Okay. Welcome back, everyone. So we're going a bit rogue, I would say. Rogue One, Star Wars, Rogue One. This episode is sponsored by Star Wars. We're going a bit rogue today uh, in our topic. I wanted to do one thing. Dad wants to do something else. We're going to do Dad's thing. Care to explain? Uh, because I'm in charge. Yeah, <laughs> you're in charge. No, I did not explain that. Explain <laughs> what the topic is. Oh, we're going to do wine hacks. Wine hacks. Honestly? Because I think this is a millennial type uh, experience as far as who listens to these podcasts. I wouldn't be so sure, but okay. But I'm sure everyone's looking for the quick bargain the quick takeaway. You know what? So today's show is all about those quick takeaways. You know what millennials call it? I thought they called it hacks. They call them hacks, but um, balling on a budget. That too, whatever. Okay. So wine hacks for four, four the number four, poor millennials. Is that the name of this ep, uh, web uh, episode? F-O-R millennials. No, I was just like... Doing it cool, like using oh, the number four. Okay. You're trying to be with the millennials, Dad. You gotta. I'm use, sorry, you're you right. I'm use just it. not. So yeah. wine hacks for poor millennials. Correct. All right. So is the wine we have in front of us number one? It could be. It definitely could be because, uh, as per our last uh, Southern Rhone. Episode on Southern Rhone. Yeah, th- this is a definite um, bargain. This is a Peak Pool de Pinay, and it's a wonderful um, alternative to all the other white wines that you drink. All right, so if you like light white wines, Peak Pool de Pinay. Good absolutely value. Absolutely excellent value, typically no more than $15 retail in a wine store, no more than 30 on a wine list. Mm hmm. Alrighty, so... So I was going to go through a, a number of uh, different wines from different areas. Can you do it like this? What's that? If you like this, try this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, great values for Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. If you like Chardonnay and Pinot Noir. Not necessarily together, but separately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You'd be surprised, but... Yeah. So... As we've uh, discussed before, these are what are termed cool weather grapes. So the same area that produces one of these types of grapes tends to produce the other. So virtually every area produces both. If they produce Pinot, they produce Chardonnay and vice versa. So it's like Monterey, California. Exactly. So I picked three real value quality areas from California that produced both. Okay. And if you see this AVA, Appalachian, this locale on the label, then you're 
almost guaranteed that the wine is going to be reasonably good. But will it be reasonably priced? Well, that you have to figure out. But there are tremendous ranges, so you will be able to find values within these areas. Like what are we talking, 20 bucks, 30 bucks? We're talking 20, 30 range, certainly, easily. Okay. Uh, I've gotten great wines for less than 20. As a matter of fact, oh, look I just at you. got a half a case for 18 bucks. The uh, whole case for 18 bucks? No, 18 a bottle. Okay. Okay. A lot of value, I was going to yeah. say. Are you sharing? So, um. well, we can have it tonight if you like. So, these areas are the Russian River, um, California all these areas, Russian River, which is Sonoma, the Santa Lucia Highlands, which is Monterey, which we've discussed before, and Santa Barbara, specifically the um, Santa Rita Hills. Mm -hmm. So these three areas produce exquisite wines. They are perfect growing areas, and almost anything out of these areas are going to be, is going to be great. Mm -hmm. And so if you can find a bottle in the 20 to 30 range from any of these areas, you're doing well. Got it. I like yeah. that. So staying in California, moving east into the really hot areas. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, because those ones were all on the ocean, which that had is right. a maritime influence, cold weather grapes. So now yep. we're... From more... the Humboldt Current. Uh, yes. So now we're inland and it's hot in like a desert. Correct. So the area is Lodi, L-O-D-I. Yeah, I know Lodi, uh, Zin. Exactly. So Lodi Zins. Lodi is reliably hot, and there are a number of ancient hundred-year-old vines there from the original Italian immigrants that moved to California. And there are some wonderful values to be had. Lodi Zin. If you like twenty dollar. $20 bottles of wine. If you like Zin, what else might you like? Merlot? Syrah. Syrah. So if you like Syrah... California Syrah. If you like California Syrah, try a Lodi Zin. Correct. I feel and like we're versa. already giving people so... If you know enough to like a California Syrah, I feel like you already know probably about Lodi, don't you think? Probably so. If you like a Syrah, what else do you like? Well, you're looking at big fruity wines, so you're going to like um, big California cabs. Okay, what do you, would you eat a big California cab or Syrah with? Uh, half a cow. Okay, got it. So steak, burger. Yeah, something with a lot of juicy fat. Dinosaur, yeah. I got it. Value. Value city. This episode is sponsored by Value City. Exactly. Okay, you ready to switch countries? Boy, am I ready. Okay. So we're moving to France. We are? Yeah. Because <laughs> France has a lot of values that people aren't aware of because very few people in this country drink French wines. Well, very few people speak French and a lot of the labels... Or understand any of it. Sure. So... We're going to talk about a couple of white wines that we've spoken about before. And the most, uh, the best value... Let me on, guess. Is it Muscadet? Exactly. The, I called it! The best value on the planet. Is Muscadet from the Loire Valley in En Francais. Right. And 
the best Muscadet comes from the area between two rivers. So it's uh, Sev, it's called Sev et Marne, and it's between the two rivers. So it's Muscadet, Sev et Marne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a, actually a, quite a small area. Muscadet is an interesting grape. It is very similar to Chardonnay, and the Muscadet is made what's called um, on the lees. So they let it sit on the yeast to give it a kind of a toasty uh, bread-like flavor. Um, mm -hmm. um, well, it's like champagne. Champagne, great champagne, sort of tastes yeasty. yeasty. Exactly. Yeasty, got it. Yeasty. So, um, Yeezy. wonderful wine with uh, shellfish, uh, anything, uh, anything from the sea. Great wine. Usually, again, $10 a bottle, really cheap. Um, and the next uh, hack is the um, wines from what, what's called the uh, Central Vineyards along the Loire, which is um, Sancerre and Puy Fume, which is uh, Sauvignon Blanc. Right. So these are French Sauvignon Blanc and typically less than $20 a bottle. And Puy Fume and Sancerre. Sancerre, yeah. So these, so pretty much a lot of Loire Valley wines are a good value. Absolutely and totally unknown totally. In, in this country. So there's a restaurant in Pittsburgh that is an uh, Asian restaurant and they have a whole Loire Valley um, section of their wine menu and you have said that that's not a bad pairing. To do it's a great pairing because yeah. what you want to do when you're doing a, a food wine pairing, if you have a spicy wine, you want to pair it with no an spicy food. Excuse me, <laughs> exactly. A spicy, <laughs> a spicy food. wine, yeah. what's that? Yeah, exactly. That's a spicy, quite a value. spicy food, you want to pair it with a an acidic wine, right? So, the wines of the Loire are cool weather grapes. So they tend to be very acidic. Mm -hmm. So um, they can be paired, especially farther towards the ocean, farther west. So the Sancerre and the Puy Fime may not be the best pairing for um, some type of spicy Szechuan chicken or whatever. But as you move closer to the towards the ocean in the Touraine area, you get to the Vouvray wines. Uh, which are a lot more spicy, and uh, that th those wines again are tremendous values. Um, usually less than twenty dollars a bottle retail, and will be wonderful uh, accompaniment to a spicy meal. The other wine, if you go a little bit further uh, west into Anjou. Um, is a Sauvignon, which again is a Chenin Blanc wine. All right. Okay, enough. Yeah, yeah moving on. Moving on. So the next category um, within France I call the Ledite wines. So the uh, term Ledite means a named place. So when you get to Burgundy, Virtually every little plot of ground has a name. 
And some of these plots are incredibly expensive and some of the best wines in the world. Mm-hmm. But ironically, some of the plots are right next to areas that are really very um, reasonably priced. So it's not uncommon to have a Grand Cru vineyard right next to a village wine. So that's Grand Cru being the tippy top and village wine being the bottom. The bottom, bottom. The bottom. So you, so these are wines are right next to each other. So it's, it's a value because it's like basically right. The it, same. it shares some of the characteristics of some of the most expensive wines in the world. Now, they're not as good as some of the most expensive wines in the world, but they're certainly better than a, just an average wine pulled from the area. Do you think the <coughs> most important factor in the wine is the producer, not the temperature or the soil? No, the most important factor is where the grapes are grown. Okay, and then you the cannot producer? make great wine from a bad area. Okay, all right. But you can make bad wine from a great area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So these are what I call ledite wines. These are near Grand Cru. Right. So uh, I, I'm just going to throw out a couple for you, but if you really want to do your homework, you can get a map of Burgundy and look to see where the great. Vineyards are next to common vineyards. Wine in Burgundy. Yes. So Burgundy is going to be all Pinot or Chardonnay. The greatest expressions of both grapes in the world. Really? And the most expensive. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's chilly around there? Very temperate. Normal. It's like Pittsburgh weather. Oh, really? Yeah. And yet we're not growing the best no. Pinot in the world? No, we are not. We're really missing out. All right. Um, so I just want to throw out a yeah, couple. Yeah, throw out some names. So um, one of my favorites is part of uh, Moray Saint-Denis. So Moray Saint-Denis is a small appellation within the Cote Nui, which is part of the Cote d'Or, which is part of... The heart of Burgundy. Dude, okay. Heart of Burgundy. Yeah, chill a little bit on the... Okay, well, heart of Burgundy. All right. Okay, so Moraine Saint-Denis. And the area that I'm talking about is called the Enru de Vergy. So what's significant about Enru de Vergy? I don't think you're pronounced... Is that how you pronounce that? Mm-hmm. Okay. It does. It is. So... Um, you had this wine a few weeks ago. We had a 2005 En Rue de Vergy. And it is right, literally, just above and adjacent to the vineyard called Clos de Tarte. And Clos de Tarte is a Grand Cru vineyard. And those wines sell for three, four, five hundred dollars a bottle. Right, and this is right next to it. This sells for twenty or thirty dollars a bottle. Okay, repeat <clears throat> that name again. En Rue de Vergy. More hacks. Well, how many more countries you got here? I, I got like three here. You got three. That's a lot. It is because I just happen to know a lot of ways you know, to get around things. We know you do. I'm thinking you should pick one more. And then we do a part two. Oh, no, because there aren't that many. 
So well then, just let me plow less through. history, more more hack. All right. So um, the next hack is Germany, virtually all of Germany, because everyone has forgotten about German wines, mm-hmm. which is a shame. And the great grape of Germany is the Riesling, and virtually any Rhine or Moselle Riesling is going to be wonderful. And these are also terrific wines to drink with spicy um, foods because they're very acidic because this is the coolest areas in terms of temperature where wine is made. Okay. And um, the, the top producer in the area, if you see his wines, buy them. Don't even think about it. J.J. Prum. How much are they? You can get a J.J. Prum uh, Moselle or Rhine for about 40 bucks. And it is life-changing. Really? It is, yeah, it is Riesling at its best. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next stop is Italy. Very few values in Italy. Italy tends to be overpriced. A couple of quick stops. Um, in One is Sicily. And there's a grape called the Nero d'Ovola. And it's a really very low tan and easy to drink wine. Again, these wines tend to be about $10, $15 a bottle. What kind of grape is it? Nero d'Ovola. Right. That's a that's Italian grape. grape. But what is it similar to, would you say? The Merlot. Okay. It's low tannin, fruity, a really nice, easy to drink wine, a great wine to drink with almost any meal. Uh, within uh, Campania, um, which is just south of Rome, uh, they have some great white wine areas that no one knows about. Um, for about $20, you can get a Greco de Tuf- Tufalo, uh, which is a white wine that's made there, very characteristic. It's a DOC wine. One quick stop, or a quick stop in Spain for a couple of different wines that people don't think about. Yeah, I think you said there's some good values in Spain. Right. In Spain, most people think about uh, Rioja and uh, Tempranillo. Mm-hmm. which, you know, is often quite good. Uh, but there are a no- number of other wines that are kind of forgotten. Um, so right along the Portuguese border on the ocean is... It's not... It's not... Uh, <laughs> what is it called in Portugal? Uh, Vinho Verde. Correct. It's... But it's like the Spanish equivalent, which is called what? Rias Bias. I was going to call Rias Bias. So it's made from the Albarino grape. It's a really acidic, light wine. Wonderful. And again, another great uh, wine to eat with or or drink with uh, spicy foods because it's acidic. It'll cut Mm -hmm. the spiciness. Um, There's a more, uh, less acidic white wine that no one has ever heard of. Uh, which is oh, I don't know if no one's ever heard of it. No one listening to this yeah. podcast <laughs> will have heard of, and that's a, a Rueda a wine, which is uh, close to Toro and uh, Ribeiro, which is where they make a lot of red wine. But this is a specifically a white wine area, and they make white wine from the Verdejo grape, and it's a, a very light, not terribly acidic wine. Um, very unique, excellent value. Again, another $15 bottle of wine. Awesome sauce. Yeah. 
Look at all those wine hacks. Exactly. So if you don't want to spend a lot of money, these are great ways to get great wine and to expand your horizons in terms of the type of grapes that you that you, you drink. drink. What uh, what did I refer to it as? Balling, balling on a budget, Dad. Okay. Um. Cool. Well, this was great. Everyone should. I hope everyone took a little note list in their phone so they can uh, later take this to the. Take it to their favorite wine store. Take it to their favorite wine store. Start buying some of these wines. Good wines, and if you do enjoy some of these wines, please tag us in your photos. Let us know. Yeah, tag us in at Dad Teaches Me About Wine. Let us know what you think. Which one was your favorite? Uh, Which one did you even think wasn't worth fifteen (laughs) dollars? Probably none of them. Um, No, I think all these would be at least worth at least fifteen. These are worth fifteen bucks. All right. Considering I'll spend $15 on one cocktail, uh, let's hope a bottle of this wine. Yeah, or two coffees. Yeah, two coffees. Yeah, exactly. Literally. Um, Cool. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Dad Teaches Me About Wine. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or corrections, email them over to dadteachesmeaboutwine at gmail.com. The best place to get up-to-date information on the show is our Instagram, which is at dadteachesmeaboutwine. But... Uh, if you don't have an Instagram, you can still check it out by going to Instagram.com slash Dad Teaches Me About Wine, all one word. Um, yeah. Anything to add, nope. Father? Nope. Alrighty. Cheers. Cheers.